0: What's going on? Yo, welcome back to Conspiracy Fears and Mysteries. And a disclaimer, of course, some of the stuff you hear is troublesome. So, listener discretion is advised if you're under 18 or if you're over 18. And you can't handle things that happen, hearing about things that happen in life. Because these things, unfortunately, happen Then I suggest you don't listen and you go to another podcast that talks about something lighter like basket weaving. But here we talk conspiracy fears and mysteries and within that is true crime. So anyway, let's go ahead with the program. and okay how's everybody doing man how's everybody doing how is everybody doing i missed a uh episode last week um had a lot i have a just a lot of things man with this um i got things with my, my you know my mom's doing her uh her chemo thing i know i'm helping out with that that's that's a little stressful for me um and i'm sure i'm sure it's very stressful for her let me not be selfish and say for me she's the one that's going through the thing you know but you know it's stressful for both of us seeing her like that and going her ups and downs and stuff um it's stressful and then other than that you know you got your with this stupid ass virus you know you're still whatever the hell is out there i don't know what the hell they want to call this um and put your mask on Mm -hmm take it off oh you can catch it by breathing you can catch it by farting you can catch it by by touching blue frogs i don't know it's always something new well some science always comes out with some new way to catch it or so the oh my god 40 million people just died right now in one block oh my goodness man i'm tired of all that you can't do anything it's not like you know whether you believe it or not whether you believe the numbers or not if you're one of those um that believe it or don't believe it you still can't do anything it's not like Most uh, businesses are like, hey, you got to put on your mask, you know, trying to be safe. And I get it, you know, I mean, Uh, better safe than Zari, even if it's a 10 percent chance, even though with every other virus that we passed, we never went through this. And I'm sure there's other ones that were worse. And (laughs) we got a flu vaccine. We've had a flu vaccine for years and we still get the flu. I don't understand. But anyway, that's enough of that. That's enough conspiracy about that. I wanted to talk about something that I saw and I'm I'm probably late on it. I'm sure I'm late on it. I'm positive. And I'm drinking my coffee with my shot of espresso. So mm-hmm. that's what you're listening to. Just took a shot of that. So I saw um, the, the the staircase. I want to talk about the staircase. Just because just my thoughts on it at this point. I don't know how long it's been on Netflix. It's probably been on for a while. And I remember I, I saw it. I saw it. I didn't well, you know, I saw it, I saw it advertised. You know, when when I'm when I'm skimming through Netflix looking for more true crime or aliens or other conspiracy stuff to watch, um, I saw it there and I was like, I don't know, what to talk about that. You know, I didn't really pay attention to it, not knowing that I had already seen that case in another true crime show, Forensic Files. Shout out to Forensic Files, the longest running true crime show, uh, I think in history, but. I saw it with my mom Because me and my mom Used to watch it together uh, I saw it on Forensic Files And I was like And my mom's the one That bore it up Because I started watching The series You know the the, the documentary Which is like I think 10 or 11 parts To it Something like that uh, 10, 11 or 12 I don't remember And uh, I binge watched it I watched It, it took me about mm, Three or four days To finish it Because I started at work I had downloaded it, I started at work And then you know Whatever So and my my mom was like oh i know that case i know that case she of course she ruined the end for him because i couldn't remember his case at all at all i was i don't remember this case she's like yeah 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 he you know he killed his wife this way i was like ma come on but then you know i realized that the time that forensic files did their episode on it he was that's when they found him guilty and they put him to jail so they were like oh let's do an episode he's guilty that's it and then the end of the of the documentary was being filmed, but there's a, a in this case, folks. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go check it out. There's a lot of variables. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of things And me and my mom talked about, and these are and these are just some of the things that I can remember because I didn't write it down. Unfortunately, um, a lot of stuff going on, I, and I can't find my notes, and um, my room is a mess, my man cave, and I've got to clean this up. It is disgusting. But anyway. There's like wires everywhere and whatever. But anyway, so this case is really strange. It's really strange uh, alongside some other cases that are really strange. And, you know, the fact that um, when you got to one thing I take into consideration when I see these cases is the person and their financial status or their uh, their economic status or their social status. So they were a very, uh, they were a high, kind of, you know, high in the social status realm. Um, The victim, the wife, was a, uh, she would think she was like assistant uh, president or, I'm sorry, vice president, assistant president, vice president of a big uh, communications company or something of the matter. But either way, she was a vice president of a company, a big company. So she was like there's the ceo and then there's the vice president so she's the vice president which is a big deal she makes big choices big moves she makes big money she's worth a lot Mm -hmm. she was actually worth um about uh a couple million you know a couple million not when you hear about jeff jeff bezos you don't um (laughs) <laughs> a couple million sounds like nothing now every time I like, cause am hearing about all these millionaires, or I you mean know, all these multi billionaires, but still it's a lot of money. To me, I don't have a million dollars at all. Not even close. But she was worth a couple million. And they had a nice big house. He was an author. Uh Mike um uh Peterson. He was an author. And um, you know, he uh he wrote books, he wrote a couple of books, uh, which I I wanted to kind of look to see so that um, to see what what you know um, what his writing is like. Maybe if, if I can look at the at his writing style to see if there's something you can see because you could see it. You could tell a lot by the way people talk and you know uh, and people and people you know write. So. He wrote a book called The Immortal Dragon. Uh, He wrote wrote one called Barely Breathing. um, A Time of War. uh, A Better Place. Uh, Let me see. He wrote this one, The Staircase. Um, Yeah, he wrote Behind the Staircase. So he wrote... A book called Behind the Staircase Now Oh man Now like I said This story has a lot of variables Because in a lot of A lot of what the hell This is a like the This is a uh, a, a true crime uh, Crime solvers Wet dream You know not because somebody died You know n- Nobody wants that But just because of the The whole Dynamics of the case Shot of coffee in your ear. Sorry. So, one of the things we talked about, me and my mom, is that when you watch, if you watch wherever you watch it you on. Know, so, for example, let's let's give these two examples: the staircase, which is the main documentary that we found out he's the one that um, ordered that documentary. He's the one that start. He's the one that said, "Hey, you know, we need to document." Blah blah blah. And then you watch Forensic Files. It tells two different stories. There's some things that were in Forensic Files that you didn't see in uh, his documentary. In the staircase that they had left out. Which is a, it's a great documentary. It was done very well. As a filmmaker, it was done very well. I went to film school. I'm a filmmaker too. But it was done very well. Um, And the one in Forensic file, of course, if you ever watched it, it's brief. All the cases are in... 30 to 45 minute I think increments so you know very small very you know very uh condensed cases so they just take all the facts put them there and then give you a case and give you a conclusion nothing in between so one of the things that they left out was there was a drop of blood outside that was found outside that that one wasn't on the I don't remember seeing that I don't remember seeing that if, if you did and I, I didn't I don't remember seeing that in the case in the uh, in the documentary I don't remember seeing that drop of blood outside and in forensic file they said it seemed like that drop of blood came from the murder weapon when somebody tried to take it out also they didn't explain that the son was having like did not really get along with Kathleen Uh the the victim um and they theorize in forensic files that the son was the one that helped him get rid of the weapon Coincidentally the son is the one who found the the poker the mysterious poker there's a whole a whole episode just on the poker On the poker which is said to allegedly be the murder weapon he's the one who found a poker in the basement he said oh i didn't know this poker was there he's like look that so they didn't touch it and they you and they found it like a year later um and the 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 i remember the lawyer his lawyer uh david rudolph which is look say what you want that guy's a beast that guy's a beast of a lawyer if i want anyone defending me it's david rudolph for anything even for a a traffic ticket because i'm not going to do any murders but a traffic ticket or something i want david rudolph on my side but um i'll probably never get a ticket again but um they found it and i remember in the in the show when they found it right uh they said that he's like i I don't even know how i got it was there you know it had cobwebs on it whatever, and the way that the the defense uh, countered that or fought that was that, oh, the police went there, and they looked up and down, and they didn't find that, I can't believe they didn't find that, and it had cobwebs on it, they had no blood splatter, no blood stains on it, whatever, but the way that Forensic Files painted it, if you watch the Forensic Files, right, if you watch Forensic Files, Um, And then watch the, the and it doesn't matter how you watch it. But if you watch if you watch those two and you compare, you can almost fill in the gaps that were in the defense during the trial in the documentary where they were like, oh, we couldn't find a murder weapon. Well, he was reading in the living room by the fireplace. There's a picture that they took where you see the poker in the back by the fireplace. And then, when you turn that corner, that's where the stairs are. that's where they found her. Another thing I've said is I've unfortunately seen dead bodies I know when I was overseas when I was in in uh in the desert um I've seen what their bodies look like um I've seen their bodies what they look like from an accident, and their bodies what they look like from um suicide, and their bodies what they look like from a trauma like being attacked or hit by a bullet or something, which is, I would, you know, a, a trauma is a trauma where whether you're struck by a blunt object or a bullet or whatever. And, um, and I know this is very, ins- because you can't really go by this, but it kind of haunted me because when I, if you, saw, in the documentary, when you see, they kind of show her body and how it's laying in her face, and you see it for, you know, like a second at a time. But you get a glimpse of it. And when I saw it, I said, that doesn't look like the face of a, oops, I fell down the stairs. It, it just doesn't look like a, oh, man, I tripped face. You know, like, oh, man. Like, I don't know if you get what I'm getting. I know there's like, well, what does, what does that face look like? It looks like the face of, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Uh, you know, I, I'm like, it just doesn't look like a, oops, face okay um i don't know how to describe what i'm saying maybe you understand it doesn't look like the face of somebody who accidentally fell bottom line i'm not saying he did or didn't do it whatever i'm just saying it doesn't look like the face of somebody who fell it looks like the face of an attack i've seen those i've seen the faces of horror when oh my god i've got hit by a bullet oh my god you know, I got hit by a car. Oh my God! You know that la- the, f- the body tells a story. Okay, all the blood splatter and everything. Um, aside from that, poker being found because in the, in the forensic files it said that the son was there. He was the first one there, and he he grabbed the poker. He took the murder weapon and he took it down st- and and he left with it. They don't know where they put it because they never found it in the documentary remember the documentary continued after the forensic files episode so they found it after the forensic files episode because in the forensic files episode the murder weapon was never found but all of a sudden he's like hey and if you saw his face when he was telling his lawyer my son found this in the in the in the uh in the basement i don't know how i got there i don't know it's just like you know, we've all lied at some point, whether you're a kid, whether you, you know, and you can, it's like, you know, and I, I know I'm being biased because, you know, we've got all this evidence going back and forth. So there's a lot of things in our head. So it's easy when you have a suspect, especially in a case like this, a murder, we murdered. you know, and we're sympathizing more, obviously, with the victim. It's easier to always kind of concoct in our brain an image of him lying, i'm playing devil's advocate here because to me it looked like he was, I was like look, it just looks like he's lying but you also got to remember like me and my mom said this guy is mentally trained this guy was not stupid this guy is not in any way shape or form a dumb person to be this kind of predator and i call him a predator you have to be smart. You can't be dumb. To be a predator, you can't be dumb. Um he he um he writes fiction for a living. He knows how to be fictional. He knows what needs what emotions and what has to be in place for fiction to take place for for that that aura of fiction to happen he knows it he, he's he's wired for that he, his brain is mentally trained to create fiction we were talking about that so it's it's not e- it's not hard for him to i would say lie to be fictitious it's not it's not hard for him to be fictitious it's easy for him to be fictitious easy it's not it's something hard also, um, another thing—he would look. He was with this lady, right? He wasn't working at the time, um, because Forensic Files put out a lot of stuff, okay. In the documentary, oh, they were happy. They were this, that. You always gotta read between the lines, you know. Um, she's the one that was making the money, you know. He wrote some books and he made money from his books, yes, but he wasn't really bringing in anything um and finance finances always create a strain in a relationship you know what i mean um you've got to be some kind of you you got to do something you know if it's two people living together regardless of how much money it is at at some point the love (laughs) the love can only be so much the love isn't gonna pay all the bills so you you've got to bring something to the table he wasn't bringing anything to the table um also he was living a lie where he was you know he was having sex with boys and you know she found that out and that bothered him you know that's something he didn't want to be found out but he was a socialite. this is back in the early, late 90s 99 whatever he's a socialite you know at that time it wasn't you know when you're that high in the social circle in the in the in the social ladder it's not it wasn't at that time um now it's the total opposite now if you're not gay you're not you're not the cool one but if you're gay if you were gay at his, in his social ladder it was like whoa 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 you know what I mean it's supposed to be you got a wife and kid and this big house and you guys make money and you have these nice parties and wine and all that stuff and cheese that's what it's supposed to be golf you know fishing uh-huh. shot of coffee that's what it's supposed to be but being gay is not a thing. You know, you having sex with young boys. Now well, you know, luckily he didn't have sex with young boys, but he had sex with younger men. You know, luckily that, you know, it wasn't crazy like that where he was doing some Epstein thing, but he was uh, you know, he was he was soliciting young boys or I'm sorry, young men, younger men for sex. So he's you know, he's by. He tried out. Um, she found out she was like yo what the hell and it's not a thing about her being homophobic it's a thing about she's in a relationship and you're out here you know first of all you're lying second of all you ain't making no money i'm doing everything you don't look like you want to do anything you're trying to survive with me third of all you out here screwing dudes you know and regardless if you screw dudes or women you could come home and bring something man she you know she doesn't know if he's using a condom or not she's lying to him about about i mean he's lying to her about where he's going you know he's out there having sex with people in this case he was having sex with boys and it don't matter if it's boy or girl you could bring a disease from anyone any bun ha ha sorry i didn't mean that anyone <laughs> in his case any buns yeah but you could bring a disease from anyone you know and you know, it's just a lot of factors. She didn't, you know, hey man, why don't you, you know, why don't you just tell me we could, you know, and in forensic files they said, um, you know, hey, she she possibly wanted a divorce or whatever. He wasn't going to lose all that. He gets a divorce, he loses his social status, he loses a lot of money. She's worth a lot of money. He wasn't working. Um, one thing led to another. So you got the money factor. You've got my sexuality factor. That's two things. That people will kill for, people would take very seriously, is uh, f- financial ruin, st- uh, you know, s- social status ruin, and my sexual preference. He liked to have sex with boys. He, he was he liked women too, but he liked to, he was bi. three things that he was going, he was going that were going to just spiral out. That's that spiraled out of control. So he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't. He got angry, and he's decided this is how this is how forensic files painted it he decided to grab that poker that was by the uh fireplace where he was reading and he hit her you know he hit her bang 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 hit her a couple times the way they painted it too i'm going to the whole forensics because one of the forensic pathology one of the um Blood splatter analyst Ended up getting fired Because he was In other cases It it was found out He was dirty So that kind of Threw a wrench Into the case And that was uh, Good for the defense That this guy was bad Um, He was actually In forensic files Talking Which I found Really strange I was like Wow that's the guy That got fired That was doing The okie doke shit With other people He he put a guy In prison for 17 years For a crime He didn't commit Mm -hmm. Coffee That's bad 17 years for a crime you didn't commit, that's horrible. You put him in, in there 17 years. So, you know, um it's horrible. So, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of variables. Also, one big thing, my god, like how his look, these people he was a weird guy, okay? Obviously, he wasn't afraid to go have sex with other people. Let's go to Germany, which, yes, they brought that up, his past. But in a case like this, at first, I was like, why are they bringing up Germany, man? That's that's messed up. But then I'm thinking, after I'm watching, I'm like, no, wait, this has to be brought up. It has to. The fact that he was around when another person died the same way. You know what I mean? I think. Look, he was with um his ex wife. That's another thing. I don't know. I don't know if if you know. You we got to be careful when you read these true crime cases. You've got to be careful, especially these uh, crime cases that you see live, where you actually see the victims and you see the the perpetrators or the possible perpetrators. When when we're following a case, you know, things like this, where you're actually alive to see them. You've got to be very careful, because if you let your emotions get the best of you, like, uh, I'm sure investigators and police, you know, detectives, FBI and all of them, they have to put their emotions aside. And you have to as a true crime, even as a podcast, when you talk about it, I've heard podcasts that are just straight biased, <laughs> just straight biased without facts. You know what I mean? Just straight. Ah, I can't believe this without even knowing anything. You know what I mean? But there's certain times when I... Like with the Casey Anthony case, I straight went into "She did it" mode, straight, and I and I and I'm still like that. That's because I've seen her personally. I worked in the jail where she was at. Um, I know people who know her personally. I live by where she lived. Um, you know, so it was. Per- I was a correction officer when she got arrested. I was a correction officer at the facility where she was. And I watched her indirectly for a, a while Because only women were allowed But that's neither here nor there But anyway But in this case You know They brought up Germany And Germany Somebody You know he had a friend His fr- his best friend or whatever Who was in the military also I was in Germany also I was in the military in Germany His best friend um, Him and his wife Was friends with his wife Who was a teacher And then um and he was you know, they were all very good friends. They lived close to each other. He was a captain. his friend was uh, I think also a captain or something. and his friend, I believe, had died um in uh in uh, in a conflict and you know, he went on a mission to some country and he and he passed away, I think it was Grenada or something. So you know his wife was left with the daughters, which is the daughters that he took to take care of now the relationship between these two couples was very weird to me from the beginning it's okay to have a relationship with another couple obviously me and my wife have friends who are friends they're couples but the closeness of their relationship is what really i questioned like it's okay to have a relationship with another couple but god the closeness of this relationship it was weird. It was almost like some kind of swinging relate. Like I was ah, I want to say that they were swinging. I want to say that uh, on Thursday. was like, hey, take my wife. I'll take yours type thing going on. You know what I mean? And if not, I think this is what I I think his friend passed away. If they weren't doing it before, his friend passed away. And because he was like you know he's like oh i'm going to take uh what's your name to the super i'm going to go sh- i'm going to go shopping with her in the supermarket or oh, i'm going to take her to you know he was telling his wife oh, i'm going to take uh so and so the the lady who died in germany his friend's wife to uh you know this and that very close just very close just doing personal things like if that happened i'm sorry i'm telling my wife hey can you take her can you take her can you take, you know that's something i'm not- i'm not saying i wouldn't help her but come on, let's be realistic, folks. You know things happen. You know what I mean? You got a woman whose husband died, she's very emotional. And you over here doing things that a husband would do. Of course she might be like, "Hey, let's do it." If if you know if he's a guy and we know the type of guy he is, he's he's promiscuous. I mean, let's not even beat around the bush. He's pro, he's promiscuous. You know? I'm thinking they had something going. Now they ask his wife you think he has something going the way his wife acted she was like too i don't know mm. coffee shot she was she was like too like you know i don't know she was i don't know she was his wife was too like night nice, like too like like something written like her attitude wasn't normal like it was I know she was a teacher, but goddamn, like, she was, I don't know, his wife, his ex-wife, excuse me, his ex-wife was, she acted just weird to me, like, she, she acted like somebody who has some trauma, right, and was trying to cover up the trauma, I'm sorry, and I'm, maybe it's because of all the things I've seen from the case, she acted like somebody who was so traumatized that she's created this, 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 uh, scab of a persona over the trauma to that's what she gives to the world that that scab you, you you see the scab you you don't see the real wound under you know what i mean like i think they were going through i think maybe she caught him with her you know i think you know i think you know like they i think they mentioned it that the the friend who he was helping the one who died Said to him, Hey look, man, I'm gonna maybe she caught him, you know, maybe he was having a relationship with her husband. I don't know. Who you don't know, he was by. Maybe he was having a relationship with some soldiers. And she caught him. maybe he was having a relationship with her. You know, and he killed her the same way. You know what I mean? You cu- you two people you know your wife and then the friend of your ex-wife you were there die at the bottom of the stairs almost the same exact way you know the odds of you got better odds of being struck by lightning how i, I was trying to be I'm, 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 let me honest with you i was trying to be on his side I was like, man, maybe there's a case where he actually didn't do it. But unfortunately, things look like, you know what I'm saying? Because you always blame the the husband or the parents right away, you have to because normally it is them. It is the husband, the wife or the or the parents when it comes to a child. I was trying, but as the case went on and on and on, I was like, I don't know. Yes, I believe the prosecutors, I believe the D.A. did push some extra stuff and. Because he was just like, nah, I just want to get this guy, I don't care My my job is not to believe he's innocent My job is just to put him in prison You know, I believe sometimes prosecutors will go above and beyond Well, just like the fence will go above and above and beyond Speaking of that The blood splatter The, um The, uh, blood splatter Specialist Or, the yeah, blood specialist that they brought From, um Uh what was his name? What was his name? The um, Asian Asian man, Henry Lee. Henry Lee. Okay, Henry Lee. Um, is a very 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 respected. Um, I think he's a forensic. I don't know what he is. He's some I don't know if he's an anthropologist or something like that. Mm. Shot of coffee. So I don't know if he's a forensic, forensic anthropologist or what he is, but I've seen him, you, 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 you'll see him in other shows. He's been in other shows. He's been in, um, other true crime shows doing, and he's been on forensic files. He's been on forensic files. He's been on, um, you, you'll see him interviewed in other shows because when the case is big enough, when they have the money for him, (laughs) they'll, uh, they'll, uh they'll go ahead and 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 <laughs> they'll go ahead and um what you call it uh call him because he's he's you know he's very expensive but he went and you know I found it weird that like okay they hired him I understand he's getting paid by the defense but he went to the house he you know he met he met with Mike met with mike uh michael peterson and his whole defense and it was like almost like they were friends. he was eating in his house you know um and it's like okay we need you at the you know this is what i saw we need you to make it look like an accident maybe it was but we need you to make it look like an accident make it you know, i want you to, your findings to look like an accident Again, maybe I'm being biased, but when I'm looking at, I'm looking at, <laughs> there was one part. Like if you look, go look at the case, go look at the documentary. He walks to the staircase because they kind of left it the same. I could not live in that house with that blood still there. I just could not live in that. I don't know how they did it. But anyway, they go to the staircase and he looks at the crime scene. Right, he He first looks at it. You can see in his face, this is a guy with years and years of experiences exploring crime scenes, all kinds, all kinds of crimes, all kinds of victims, all kinds of, um, of of cases. Hundreds, if not thousands of cases that he does, probably two or three a day. He looked at it, and in his face, when they focused the camera on his face, when he looked at that crime scene, I could almost see... Him like, oh, shit. He had that like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like that, oh, shit, look like. Nah, this wasn't a fall, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He almost had that. You know what I mean? Because remember, there's in forensic files, they explained how, oh, he, he, he hit her and then he tried to wipe the blood. That's why there was a smear. In the documentary, the guy said. Uh, mr Lee uh, dr Lee said well she fell she coughed which created splatter and then when she tried to get up she she like smeared the blood on the on the uh on the wall you know what I mean um <laughs> okay but you know I don't know he was he was uh he, granted he said he said there's no blood on the on the ceiling but the ceiling was pretty high in that house you know um and i don't think you had to swing that thing really that big that hard to you know and she had those lacerations that's a big thing she had the lacer the lacerations on her head man the lacerations on her head was, was like, mm, uh, yeah, okay, how would you get those from falling? She didn't fall 20 steps. I'm going to tell you right now, 15, 20 steps, like you said on the call. He was very convincing in the call. Like, like I said, this guy is used to writing fiction. This guy knows how to live a fictional, in his head, He's in his head. He's writing a book in his head. This whole thing going on is a story to him and he's narrate, He's dictating it. He's writing it as it happens. You got to understand the power of his brain. He is he his brain. If his if his brain was a physical person, it'd be Schwarzenegger in his prime with muscles because he trains his brain to read and write fiction to create to create a world that isn't real. And that is what he was doing in this whole case. He was writing the case. If you watch the documentary, he's writing this case. He's writing this story the whole way. He's writing it. And it doesn't, and it's not more prevalent than in the fact that he ordered a documentary to be done from the beginning. Call the documentary. He said, hey, look, I want this documented then he wrote a book because he was writing the story oh fun fact in case you didn't know he also ended up i think he ended up getting with the edit uh, i don't know some somebody big that had to do with this documentary one of the females that were uh i think the she was like in charge of something of this documentary crew you know, she was like in charge with some movie. I don't know if she was the editor or what was it. He got with her. He wrote the story. He did it. He wrote the story of how this was going to go. He created the story. You know, it's amazing. Amazing. You know, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do it. But he did it. He created a story. I'm watching and I thought about it after and I watched the forensic files and I read some stuff on them. And I'm like, wow, this guy created a story in front of our eyes. Everybody fell for it. Everybody. Everybody. He dictated what was happening. He said, this is going to happen this way. This is going to go this way. You know, he, he, he put elements together. Even though, yeah, the lawyers were doing this and that and that. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Now, you can create your own conclusion from, I don't know. Again, I know what I just, everything I said. But I just, these are some of the things that bothered me about this story. About this whole case. And it, it it's something you have to watch for yourself so you can... You know, but you got to be open-minded. Whenever you look at these cases, you got to be open-minded. The next case I'm going to talk about is the 411, uh, the missing 411. And are these cases of the people that are missing of hundreds, uh, thousands probably of people, especially children that go missing in these woods. And there's a big thing I want to say about that, man. But anyway, um, I'm going to talk about that in and in a lot of other cases that, you know, I've got to catch up on. But That's one of the things I want to talk about, but... Guys, man, incredible! Go watch this documentary, The Staircase, if you haven't, and then go watch um, the Forensic Files, um, the Forensic Files uh, episode, which is I'm going to tell you right now. Um, Forensic Files would be, I think it was season eleven. Um, I think it was season, no, season 11. Yeah, it was season 11, episode 22. Season 11, episode 22 of Forensic Files. And then go watch, uh, watch The Staircase. This is the way I did it. I watched The Staircase and then I went back and watched Forensic Files. I had seen it years ago, but I didn't remember it. I saw it with my mom because my mom remembered it and then she went she she did it back where she saw forensic files and then she saw the documentary I saw the documentary and then forensic files so you know we but we both came to the same conclusions go watch it go watch it man you know what I mean because it'll it'll it will blow your mind blow your mind just the way the way things go man it's crazy. But anyway, oh, that's all I got for you this week, man. I'm having more cases, more conspiracies, more fears, more mysteries. And of course, don't forget to follow me on social media, on Instagram at c.f. mysteries or mystery crime cigar on Instagram. It's the same one, mystery crime cigar, on the Instagram. And on the YouTube, I mean, on the Twitters, on the Twitters is CFM underscore podcast, CFM underscore podcast. And on uh, YouTube, I do have a CFM YouTube, but I'm not going to start. Uh, I, I got to figure out how I'm going to do that one. But on YouTube, I do have a review channel, which is Ralphie Reviews, Ralphie Reviews. And as always, I will see you on the next Smoke.